Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart, and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEN for the Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Good morning, everybody. It's Paddy Garshagan taking the hot set at the moment because Simon O'Donnell's decided he'll just be uh, sitting in his little uh, Willow Maven estate and I don't think he can hear us. Tags, you're here. How are you, my friend? I hear Scoob breathing down the line. I can hear him breathing, but don't worry, I can hear you. I just yeah, got it. How's that, Scoob? How disrespectful is that? You Pat, Paddy Garshagan just takes over and, and wants the host. How are you? I could hear you for the last half an hour. And you didn't want to talk. And um, Tags and my relationship's fine. Yours and mine is probably struggling a bit, Patrick. Why is ours struggling? Some of the things you've just mentioned, you didn't realise I was on air and listening to you. (laughs) Some of the things you said were very hurtful. I I didn't say anything which would have hurt your feelings. I don't think. If I did, you must be a very sensitive man with not very thick skin. Good morning, everyone. And you didn't do it properly. No, exactly. Wherever you may be around the country... This wonderful state of Victoria. Wonderful country called Australia. The state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. It's great to have your company on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Happy Easter to you all. Happy hunting tomorrow when the eggs are out in the garden and you're fosking around to Correct. see if we can get our chocolate fix. Yes. What a wonderful weekend we have in front of us. Great weather, great racing, and great talent with you two. Just talking about uh, Easter scoop, Good Friday yesterday. It just doesn't feel like Good Friday anymore, does it? With the the uh, the rugby, the AFL, and of course we had Victorian racing for the first time, as well as a few others around the state. That was a great meeting at Sale, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, they did it well. It was a roaring mm. success for for a, a country meeting, and it wasn't a ter- it wasn't a metro meeting, by the way. It was mm. it was still a provincial meeting. That was the best race in Victoria over the whole. For the whole week. What about that half Easy. a million dollar race? You had group horses in it in yep. the boat. Yeah, group one winners from go to woe. Yep. Amazing. Toxel, one of Goodwood. You won one of them. Yeah, Goodwood. You had Brooklyn Hustle in yep. it. You had Hal Vorson who ran second in yep. last start in the William Reed and what? What a William race. Reed Newmarket. And, Newmarket. and then William, no, Reed. William Reed. Sorry, Queen my bad. Valley. Yep. And what a race it was, and it and it turned out, and they backed yep. the winner in the boat in an open race, and uh, he just run them off their legs, didn't he, Scoop? Yeah, no, it was a it was a wonderful day, and we got a wonderful program coming up. Chrissy Nelson, Jacob Beavis, Corey Smith, Josh Jenkins—they're all coming up a little bit later, as per usual. But there's been massive amount of news during the week, gentlemen, and I, I do want to touch on it, albeit it is old news because it happened last Saturday afternoon, and that was the ride of Nashville Willa. Mm-hmm. Great uh, ride, great ride, a, an extraordinary brave show of courage. And, you know, tactically for, you know, a trainer, jockey, or just jockey and connections, the whole group of them to, to, to play that in such a big race, to play that tactic was, was extraordinary and, and it paid off. You know, the sad part of it being that, um, you know, there's the, the dent, if you like, in the end of it of a $40,000 fine. Yeah, well, apparently he's appealed it. It's been downgraded to thirty thousand dollars, but still, not whoop de whoop. He's he's been fined. Uh, we 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 spoke about the 
the ride in itself scoob on um trackside last week and tags and it was right in the right of the millennium to do that but well the I, horse doesn't handle a heavy track so no. he had to try and find another option what, and that was the only option what i found great was i did a little bit of reading afterwards and you know a few interviews and transcripts and all that and he said that earlier in the day he just trotted down there as he was um you know heading out to one heading out to the barriers yep. and sort of race 2 and he goes you know what this is firmer than People are led to believe I'm going to keep this up my sleeve for later, and that later was literally 450 meters to go in the Queen Elizabeth when he brought Thinkit over to the outside, and he well, still had a job to do. And that's why jockeys walk tracks, of course, yeah. and they try and get an advantage that way. And <laughs> and uh, as he said, it was we're probably on it. We're on a heavy nine, yep. heavy ten, and he said out there was a soft six, soft six. Yep. And there you he, go. In his opinion, was a soft six. Now the fine, <clears> whether it's forty thousand or thirty thousand, it's still a lot of money. He was fined for overuse of the whip. Now, I ask you this question, Tags, and you, Scoob. At what point will it not be a financial fine for overuse of the whip? Because I feel they're just going to keep doing this and overusing it because the prize money outweighs the fine. He did get suspended twice. I know they're they're getting suspended. But at what point do you overturn a result for overuse of the whip rather than a financial fine? Because I just can't see any stopping of overuse of the whip. But that's, it's, it was three strikes, and as you said, like, don't forget, Nash is at to adapt to this new whip rule, just like many of the older jockeys did, because it came in, what, a good uh, 12, 14 years ago. Uh, so they've had to adapt to their style, but you've got so much going on in a race, it's one, one of the most dangerous sports going around. Well, mm. it is the most dangerous sport going around. And you're, you've got to try and count your whips as well. Like, he's hit an extra three times. And just because a jockey's pulling the stick and putting one behind his tail, it doesn't actually necessarily mean they're hitting the horse. It's just an incentive to keep going and to keep in rhythm. And jockeys are that competitive. Yes, I reckon the rules are okay um, in the sense that they're not getting as punished as they were back in my day. And it makes sense. But we've spoken how many times about this, Scoob, at Nauseam, about how it's unlimited the last 100 metres where that should be actually limited. For one, it's a perception because everything's a, it's, it's perceived to, to hurt the horse, where, which it doesn't because it's, it's like using a, a fly swatter, mm. um, these whips these days, compared to an old baseball bat back in the old days, uh, if you want to use that analogy. <clears throat> but it's because of the competitive nature of the jockeys. They've got so much going on and... Like to three, it's only three strikes. And as I said, the last 100 metres, that's when it should be governed just due to the fact the horse has got the momentum and that's when it's rolling. It's where you've got to start rolling them and get, building that momentum from the top of the straight to the furlong. Mm. And that's where you sort of need those extra hits yeah, to get them rolling. I'm not denying that there's, the use of the whip is completely necessary, but the question yeah. is here, at what point do they start never overturning races for excessive There's use been of the protests whip? in the past to say... Oh, yeah, the, the jockey rode outside those rules, right? But how much of a gain does it give? Who knows? It's not much. Um, like, the horse won by a length and a half, but the horse was going to win anyway uh, without those extra three. But when you when you na- strip it back and people say, well, he's still got 75,000, well, he still hasn't got 75,000. His percentage was 115,000. His manager will take around about 12 grand of that, say fifteen. He's down to 100. He's got to pay tax on that, which is 50. And then he's got to pay his fine. So he's left with 10 grand. Like it's, you've turned 115,000 into 10 grand. That's, your manager's getting paid more than what you are. It's ridiculous. Scoob? Yeah, I, look, yeah, the, 
I, I suppose from racing's point of view is where I was disappointed in that it's probably the greatest ride. Well, it's the greatest ride I've seen in racing from the point of view of, you know, tactically and the courage it took to uh, to, to put it together, the rate, the race, the pressure. Um, so that, that's what I just don't like. There's sort of a blight on one of the great moments of racing, and that's the, I find that the really sad bit. We, we know um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a repeat offender. Yeah, for three strikes of the whip, no, like no. three. Three. You sort of think, well, you know, now, I agree with the rule. I, I, I think, you know, and, you know, we've, we've spoken about this lots before. I, I understand the rule and I, you know, I believe in the rule, but you know, sometimes common sense has to take over. And, you know, I, I hope there's not, but you know, there probably is. You know, I hope there's not people out there that are watching that video and counting how many times, you know, in, in, in this particular case, and then we shouldn't give that person, you know, the airtime because this was a special moment. This is something that racing will look back on and say, you know, we remember the Viander Cross Shane Dye moment, you know, and that he came off second best. You know, National Willer, that was another Viander Cross moment, but he won by length and a half on a mm. horse that doesn't handle the going. And he went to, like, it was, was as ballsy and gutsy and a, a, as courageous a thing as I've ever seen in a horse race. And then to be tainted with that fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so forever, you know, <clears throat> I, I just hope the, the fine eventually, you know, takes a back seat mm. but you know here we are talking about we should be talking about how wonderful the moment was for racing that that you know the the, the team or nash you know they all discussed this and you know they they actually had the guts to implement it mm. because it could they could have looked completely stupid but they did they they actually they put a massive check and and you know wrote themselves into into racing history, if you like. Mm. Now, now to be dubbed, as you see on social medias and a few other people have said, a cheat. Nash is a cheat or he cheated. Like, that's a harsh word, in my opinion. Yeah, but that, don't worry about those social media. Yeah. Like, to, to cheat is to, like, is to no. premeditate something. Like, like an Lance Armstrong, yes, cheated. Ben Johnson, steroids, cheated. Mm. To go out and hit a horse X and then to I don't think him a I don't think Nash is losing sleep. No, but over the opinion but if of you sheep. Want, but it, then you then you can put all jockeys into yeah. that. Let's talk about an, uh, another horse in that race. Very elegant. Now, she this preparation has she been up to like Scooby said it last week. The Melbourne Cup can gut a horse, and she's come back here and she was a dollar twenty eight last start in the Group One and got rolled over by Montefilia and then. Many say she had conditions to suit. She was a drifting favourite on the weekend, but she didn't run up to expectation. And many said that that was to punch her ticket to the arc and to get overseas. Where do you think that stands now? Is there a, a flicker of hope that she could still go overseas? Or do you think staying here or even retirement is beckoning for, beckoning for such a great mighty man? Um, uh, we spoke about this during the week. I think she's cooked. Mm. How many times have we said, though, Scoop, how hard for a horse to get up for a spring to an autumn carnival? I don't know. Uh, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, she has, has done that before. What, what I'm not seeing is, you know, I, I, she, she is such a, you know, a street fighter. You know, she, she loves a blue. She loves something next to her, wanting to beat her, and she finds a way. Um, and, and we've seen that so many times that, 
Now, horses loom, and you think, oh, very elegant's in trouble today. And she just, she finds that half neck, you know, half length and, and holds on and beats them. Yeah. Um, the, the, this is probably the third time, second or third time I've seen where the fight is there to be had and she doesn't pick up. Now, you know, I, I, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a form thing. I think, you know, she's physically really well. I think it's a mental thing that she's sort of saying, oh, look, I'm not sure I want to do this anymore. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see her go to the arc, but I don't know how you go there, you know, coming off this preparation because she she's been under her standard, hasn't she? Absolutely. If I, question without notice, Scoob. If you were to play the bookmaker, give us a price for her to go overseas at the moment and you tags. Oh, look, the good thing is you got about, I don't know, how much has she won? 15 or 16 million? She is won. 20. Yeah, 14.8. Yeah, so you've, you've got a fair bit in the bank. Mm. Um, so you're not going as an exercise of, it's a financial exercise that's going to hurt you. You're going to enjoy you know, your horse running in probably the best weight for age racing. Well, it is the best weight for age mm. race in Europe. So, you know, you probably still roll the dice and go, but whether you've still got the horse, you know, you're not going to find out until you get there. And, um, you know, I, I would probably still go, as silly as that sounds, because we've got the basis to go. Would yeah. it be we've her swan song? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I think that's it. That's yeah. done. There'd be no no coming back and, you know, racing in the spring. I think I think that'd be that'd be it. She'd be off to the, off to the breeding barn after the arc, I, I would think. She's got but, the ambitious owners to, to do it. That's for sure. Oh. Yeah, and that's what I think. I, I think I think it's great. I, I would love to go and have, have a horse talented enough to go and take on the Europeans because they keep smashing us saying, oh, your horses are no good, this, that, and the other. You know, I'd love to go over and smack them. Um, and she's probably the horse that could do it. But whether we're now 12 months too late for her to do it, um, I don't know. And, you know, I, I I don't want to see a I don't want to see the water muddied around her either because she she's just a gem she's a superstar you know she's she's won from you know group races from fourteen hundred to two miles I mean she's just a right. she's she's a star of the turf and um you know I, I wanted to go out in a high but I'm just not sure that's going to happen. Well, she won that Chipping Norton this this preparation, but other than that, it's been below par, hasn't it, Tags? Mm. Yep. Well, there was a few <laughs> Phil. Animo is the same below par. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. Scoop, we've got to go oh, to a break. Oh, gentlemen, we're going to get to a break and um, we'll come back and uh, talk some more. Obviously, uh, plenty of plenty of things happening. We didn't get to talk about Craig Williams going over to the Ukraine with his wife. Incredible, uh, isn't Polish it? Polish border and delivered some medical supplies. I mean, that was that was an extraordinary thing and um, for, for him to do. He's, um, that, that was uh, uh, something that um, is... Duly noted and, and worth talking about because th- that was an uh, amazing thing to do. But we'll take a break. Uh, on the other side, Chris Nelson joining us. Also, Josh Jenkins, the odds couple. I'm sitting in the office, loving talking to you two. Actually, I'm. I don't think you are. Not... I don't think you're loving. Yeah, I am. Are you loving oh, I'm, I'm liking that artwork behind you. It's, yeah, it's very... an Aboriginal art. It's very nice. Yeah, it is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know we're on radio. People can't see it. No, exactly I'm, right. I'm, and I'm, I think I'm we want to be paid, so we've got to go on now. I thought we were about to go. <laughs> go to Thanks, Tags. See ya. <laughs> Off to a break. Each and every Saturday morning at every track. 
The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Yeah, great to have your company on The Odds Couple this morning. Paddy Garshagan, David Taggart with you. Also joining us now, Chris Nelson from up north is racing returns to Eagle Farm and Queensland is your place to race this year. Happy uh, Easter Saturday morning to you, Chris. How are we this morning? Yeah, good, Chris. Oh, yeah, Chris. Have we got him? Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What do you got for us, I'm Chris? Oh, uh, technology is well, just firing on all cylinders this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we got a really good day at Eagle Farm. We've got a couple of listed races later in the day. We have the uh, Daybreak Lover race number seven for the three year olds and the Ascot Handicap race eight for the open class sprinters featuring the return of Zoo Style and shooting for gold. So, some exciting racing later in the day. Tell us a bit about Daybreak Lover. Daybreak Lover won two what elders handicaps, I think they were called back in the day, okay. which are obviously Stradbroke handicaps. Yeah. He was a fantastic sprinter. Wonder. Remember him landing a big plunge one day, but uh, I can't remember when or where it was, but he was backed off the map. So uh, no, he was a terrific sprinter for Queensland. All right. So you're looking forward to these? These are all sort of lead-ups now to your winter carnival, yeah? Well, we've got the um, we've got the victory stakes, which is Group Two level tags in two weeks' time, and that's where we'll see Rothfire step out again, maybe Vega One. I'm not sure about him, but and plenty of interstate uh, representation as well. So we really only are a couple of weeks away, and uh, we've got a perfect day today. Maybe a bit of cloud around, no rain. Eagle Farm will play well. It's a good surface, and for best bets, here we go. Race five, number eleven, Festival Prince was beaten here last time out. Beaten narrowly. He's only lightly raced. He'll be third up today, so he should be right at his peak. And the horse that beat him, Bullfinch, uh, Festival Prince meets him four kilos better at the weights here. So I think he can turn it around on Bullfinch and win. So race five, number 11. And, and I'm keen on this one of Kelly Sweeters, and I think she'll just keep on firming. Race six, number five, Sienna's Choice. Now, she went around at uh, Doombin last Saturday. They took her back from the gate. Oh, yeah. She made good ground in the straight, but she wasn't really able to get a clear crack out. I mean, she went to the line with a lot left in the tank. So I'm not surprised that Kelly decided to back her up. She loves Eagle Farm. She appreciates the 1,600 metres. And I don't see a lot of opposition there. So I think she'll win too, race six, number five. Sienna's choice. Oh, let's have a multi. Definitely. What are your favourite Easter eggs, Chris? Uh, do you like uh, Cadbury ones or... Do you like Nestle ones? Nestle? I like the Lint chocolate one, Simon. Do you? You, you can't beat the Lint wow. chocolate. It's uh, it's, oh, it's the okay. best. It's smooth. Yeah, it is Lint. I'm not a yeah, Car- it caramel stuff. That little uh, caramel. Yep. Yeah, they're not bad. Well, I could load yeah. yourself yep. with caramel, and you can't go wrong. <laughs> and, and, and you get that from a seasoned chocolate eater, mate. So don't worry. <laughs> 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 Good luck, Masaba. Right. Chris, uh, we'll, we'll hear you on trackside right throughout the day. Uh, racing back at Eagle Farm today. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What eggs do you like, Paddy? Caramel. Cadbury. It's like the uh, caramelised white oh, chocolate. Paddy, you still like your Kinder Surprise. Nah, mate, and, the, and how's this? Toy. The other day, I even bought myself a little Easter egg uh, in the supermarket the other day. It was a golden gay time big egg. Oh, no. uh, I reckon I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning. I might be nursing a little bit of a sore head after the D's dispatch the Giants tonight, and I'm going to tuck in to my golden gay time egg. Oh, it, was a, uh, well, it was the last one at the supermarket. Well, the man, out of the three of us, I reckon the man that 
won't eat much chocolate. It's just oh, takes himself very well. He's he's a fitness fanatic. I don't reckon chocolate would be part of his diet. And he's going to talk us to us uh, about all things trots. Of course, the trots.com.au every race live and free. Josh, happy Saturday Easter Saturday to you. Good morning, boys. Sorry about the voice. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm a little under the weather, but uh, just going to have to put up with it. Okay. How'd you, how'd you play yesterday, right? Joshy? What's your problem? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I just got a uh, bit of a sore throat and lost the voice. So, anyway, I'm supposed, <clears> to <be> calling, <throat> supposed to be calling the D's and the Giants tonight, so I'm not sure how that's going to go. Ah, jitsy. And you went around yesterday up at Swan Hill? Yeah, never again. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you go? I, well, clearly I, not well. Well, I want to know. Give us your stats. No, nah, all right. No, nah, all right. Kicked a few. Got involved, but um, I tell you, it was it was twenty nine degrees as well. <laughs> <laughs> What's a few? What's a few, Joshy? He kicked three? four. Four? No, no, and he kicked three goals. I missed a few actually. Missed a, I missed an absolute soda early in the game, so oh. I kicked three, three, four or something. So anyway, um, it was a good game. It was a big crowd. It was the first Easter, uh, Good Friday game up this way, so got a huge crowd and. Um, Plenty of uh, plenty of uh, drinks were consumed, so it was a good day except for the result. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the result? Was, like it, was it a tight one, or uh, you got spanked? Yeah. No, no, we uh, we're actually up by five or six goals in the second quarter, but uh, the Kangas came back and uh, got the better of us, so they're a pretty good side from what I've uh, been told. So we went down by about I think we went. Oh, it was the highest scoring game, one eleven to one hundred one or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So what do you got for us today? The trots, enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> Tags are falling yeah. asleep, so we better get to the trots <laughs> action here. It's a racing show. I agree. I agree. I agree. We've got two bets tonight. Um, Melton, race three. Number nine, Mufasa Metro. He's a pretty nice trotter. was in the derbies last year. Come over from New Zealand, Johnny Justice. The news. Looks after him. Race three, number nine. I prefer him to be off the front row because he's got good gate speed, but I still think he's the best horse in the race. $3.50. We'll have a straight-out bet on him, and then we'll also back Lawn Seston. We love Tassie Tags. I know you're about to go down south. Yeah, Beavis. To the race seven, number seven, Longfellow. He was dominant last week in the uh, heat of the Easter Cup, so it's the Group 1 Easter Cup at Lawn Seston tonight. So... Race seven, number seven, Longfellow. He's trained by a Victorian, Emma Stewart. So back back the first one, Melton, race three, number nine, straight out, and then have a double on Melton, race three, number nine, into Launceston, race seven, like number seven, $7.35. Thanks for coming. That'll, that'll do us, Josh. Good work. Right. Uh, Hopefully we hear from well you tonight, and, Josh. Uh, <laughs> we look forward to you calling uh, the footy tonight, of course, on SEN, Josh Jenkins. They're talking all things trots. Turn it up. Go, Charles. Rack off. Dot com dot au. He won't be calling me. Good morning to Josh Jenkins, and we're going to say good morning to the the news. Go to a quick news break, then we'll be back. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Yeah, welcome back to the Odds Couple, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Great to have your company on this Easter Saturday. Before we get uh, to Corey Smith to talk all things greyhounds, um, I'm sick to death of you two gloating in the studio every week. You know, the demons this, the demons that. 
Let's just take a moment. What about my Saints? Mate, your Saints are going well. Yeah. And I text you every time the Saints have a win and you just respond with, nice, or <laughs> a thumbs up. <laughs> you don't give me much. I can imagine you're, you're sipping into your third bottle of your lumber <laughs> oh, when, you're, when you're enjoying it. So you don't want to hear from me. But, mate, I, I think the Saints are going good. But I'm not sure how much of the off-air conversation you heard. But um, it's just a, a feel... Well, the D's are the benchmark at the moment, but the Saints are, the Saints are playing well. Like and had you have beaten the Pies in round one, you'd be equal top of the ladder. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Let's well, talk a little, uh, a little dish-licking yeah. sort of scenario now. Corey Smith joins us, as per usual, on a Saturday morning. Racing Corey. tonight, Melbourne Greyhounds, the Meadows. Good to have Corey with us. G'day, Corey. Good morning. We can keep talking about the uh, the Pies beating the Saints in the first no. round. If no, you like. no, I'm, you're not one of those, are you, Corey? Oh, I am. Oh, I've, I've got all my teeth, so I'm, uh, <laughs> I sometimes throw people off the scent a little bit, but I am a Pies supporter. So you must back the two dog a lot then. Talk about <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not backing the two dogs tonight, though, Tags. I've got a couple for you. Hopefully, we can get the chocolates and. Uh, have a good Easter with uh, with the pockets nice and full. But race three, number five, subtle art. There's uh, been a scratching uh, this morning in the two, which I thought was going to lead. So I think we get a nice toe into the race from the four, which is the other speed dog in the race. And uh, we should just be too good for this field. And then my other one is my best bet of the night. Race 10, number one, Hanel Bale. She looks the clear leader. She's starting to learn to, to put together her races. She's uh, She's getting better and better and $2.80 I think that is a fill up so race 10 number one they're my two bets of the night and just before I go I just want to say a massive have a massive shout out to uh, everyone at GRV and SEN and everyone that was involved in the Good Friday appeal yesterday because GRV managed to raise over $120,000 and we wouldn't have been able to do that without SEN doing the outside broadcast and plenty of other things as well so well done to everyone it's a great cause and uh yeah, I'm just really proud of uh, being someone in the in the greyhound racing industry when we can do things like raising well north of 120,000 for for the Royal Children's well Hospital. Well said. Good work, Corey. Uh, that was a, a great job yesterday, and um, uh, yeah, it's good to see everyone getting together and helping a, a fantastic cause on Good Friday. We look forward to chatting to you again next Saturday. Cheers, fellas. Go Pies. Well done, Corey. Corey Smith, uh, he shouldn't have said that. You, know, have. Really. you know what he did say, though, Simon? And it's a we very... ring the authorities at uh, Greyhound anyway, Racing. It's anyway, catch, Mel... catch Metropolitan Greyhound Racing at its finest tonight at the Meadows, Melbourne Greyhounds. Thanks, Tex. You know what well he did done, say, Tex. though? He said, hopefully a few can get the chocolates. Now, is there a more apt weekend than <laughs> getting the chocolates? Well, guess what? We'll find out what's going to go on down in Tassie because we've got our man Jacob Beavers ready and ready, unlike last week where we had a few technical... Out- Issues. Welcome to the show, Jacob. And uh, we're back. What the Sintho season's back at uh, Devonport on uh, Mo- Easter Monday. Yeah, good day, guys. Hopefully you can hear me loud and clear. Um, yeah, back gotcha. at Devonport Ready on Monday, on which is um, yeah, which is good. No, it'll be good to have Devonport back. So looking forward to that on Monday. It's uh, been a big uh, weekend of racing set to continue tonight. Have you? Well, have you done any form for Devonport, or you've just got for the trots tonight? Uh, I haven't done the form for Devonport as of yet because uh, we had the thoroughbred race meeting last night and the yep. uh, the hardest meeting tonight, which is a, a Group 1 meeting, uh, the Easter Cup there, the feature in Race 7 where Longfellow is the favourite. In fact, Emma Stewart looks to have a big night tonight. She brings down a, 
a big team and she's got the favourites in nine of the ten races. So um, should be a good night there at Launceston tonight. Are you leaning towards JJ's tip with the favourite in that? Uh, yeah, I think the first the first two look to be look to be the main the main chances. So um, yeah, no, I think I do agree with with Jamie there. Jacob, good to um, hear from you on a Easter Saturday. Uh, have a good week, and we look forward to chatting again next Saturday morning. Jacob Beavers joining us there, talking all things Tasmanian racing. Uh, gentlemen, it's nearly that time. It's nearly that time where we, well, we're going to have a look at Melbourne and a couple of the nicer races in Melbourne, the and Easter then um, we're going to get into the the big meeting in Sydney, the last of the big meeting, two Group Ones. I think it's three Group Threes up there today. So. Mm-hmm. The last of the big group races in in Sydney, uh, we'll um, we'll have a poke around there. So you're you're all ready to go with that tags, are you? Yeah, make sure people get their pens, pencils, crayons, and we'll it. be back with it, of course, after these messages. Oh, well done, tags. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart, and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for the Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Yeah. Welcome back to the Odds Capital. Are we on? Yeah. Hello. On, aren't we? Well, we couldn't hear Darth Vader from his. Uh, yeah, from his lounge room. his abode. Uh, a little bit of feedback has come through on the uh, text line. Just asking one SO Doddle that if he isn't talking, just to maybe just turn the uh, microphone up a, up a little bit, as it does sound quite quite loud in our, in the listener's ear. Simon, are you there? Clearly not. He's not there. He's not there. He's fallen asleep he's, in his old age. He's not there. This oh. is great, Tex. We've been giving the keys to the chair? asylum. He's there, oh. but he's none the wiser. He's looking at his phone, much like that uh, tweet I put up shortly ago um, of what it looks what Simon O'Donnell's <laughs> to- toaster says when he's making breakfast in the morning. But he's fair income. you got to love technology, it. don't he's you? He's not with it, and he doesn't know we're on air. Or is this just a... Is this just a is this just a test run, Zoe? Are we genuinely on? Because Simon got no idea. We're, we're on, on, Tags. Tags don't you know how it works? Who, After who three years, you don't this know how this it. works. No, I thought I knew we were on, mate. But this is just, this is vintage radio. All right, let's talk some of the races Well, we've got the Easter Cup. Melbourne. We've got the time on at Easter Cup today. Of course, tags. there's a race celebrating Ricky Thurgood, Elvis Thurgood. Yes. Uh, he had a bad fall. I think it was at 83, 84, around that air, uh, time, close to 40 years ago on, over the Easter I don't know if it was the Saturday or the Monday, and uh, we unfortunately lost Ricky last year. Uh, so to the Thurgood families, make sure you have a great day because I'm pretty sure they'll be there. And, uh, yeah, because that race of uh, Ricky's is in uh, – what race? It's in race four, the Elvis Thurgood Galilee Series final. Over well, let's, let's talk about it, Tags. Yeah, well, it's for the three-year-olds, Mamunia. isn't it? This will be a lead-up, of course, to the mm. – St. Ledger. Yes. Mamunia is our favourite tags. $4.50 into three fifty. Jamie Carr riding her. Is she just a wet tracker? Well, she had a, a good win a few starts back up there at Newcastle. Mm, maiden. And there's, yeah, I know, but look, there's market support. We're holding about 30% of the cash. Jamie Carr riding. Um, look, seems to be the one to beat. The Cunning Fox. Billy Egan, four twenty out to four sixty. Medario's been spec seven dollars into Number five fifty. Ashy boy yeah, at seven fifty. It's a good raise. Yeah. In terms of a market perspective, but let's talk about that Easter Cup because this is race seven on the program today, Caulfield of the uh, of the afternoon. As look at that, my uh, my stuff here is just frozen, which is great. But there has been a move tags. I know this for a horse called Zaydani. Number four, Zaydani. Second up form's good. 11. Barrier is ferocious. It's ferocious. Never heard the word ferocious. No, no, I made it up. But it's going to work. Atrocious. 
Horror, horrific. Horrific. Yeah. I think that's exactly what Just it is. The but two words it's got the market support tags. Lindsay Park, Ben and JD Hayes, Zaydani. She won at Flemington over the carnival. She Ballarat won the Cup, Ballarat Cup. Yep. She will go back. We know that. She'll go back to the rear of the field and she'll she'll barnstorm home. Is this just coming a little bit too soon? I'm with her. I think she can win. I thought when the prices got put up at sort of ten, eleven dollars earlier in the week, that's a bet. Because she's got quality. Interesting um, what you her. said though, her winners. Ballarat Cup, Flemington, the Matriarch, all big tracks. Is Caulfield going to suit her? She has had a run there and she failed. But uh is she better on, on a bigger track? I think so. Well, the Ballarat Cup win, she didn't pass a horse. She Road came up on the Trumpy inside. Nolan. Yeah, we're on it that day. We were. She came up on the inside and didn't pass a single one of them. So other chances in the race. Pondus, of course, comes out of that Mornington Cup where he was expected to win. He's $3.90 into $2.70. Tags, are you giving Pondus another chance or are you a feeling chance. a little bit burnt? He has to be a chance, Pondus. And talking about that, he's the stable mate of a horse that goes around in race three. Point and a pean. Mm. Why is he the price he is considering he meets the same field and he brained him the other day? Five lengths of Bendigo. I can't tell you. All right. I don't That's know. That's race three. I know I digress that little bit. $2.30 into $1.95. Back oh, to is the, he back into a... Is he, oh, okay. Back to the Easter Cup. Defibrillate, $13 into $9.50. Blinkers on for the first time in an effort to sharpen him up. Rock. Always runs a good race tags and has been really well supported. In early betting and today it's continued $23.00. In to ten dollars for rock, if you like the cup of his jib. All right, we haven't got scoop. We're going to go to one more break, and we're yeah, going to we'll come back. back to You're we'll going to go find a pen. Scoop's going to go crayons. find a pencil, and I'm going to go find a crayon. And we're going to be back here All with eyes. the sports bet best backed of the afternoon. Whereabouts at Randwick? Your quaddy as well. We'll take a break here on the odds couple. We'll be back with more meat on the bone right after this. Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today. Welcome back to The Odds Couple on your Saturday morning. I'm in the host chair because, Tags, we've got Scoob. He's, uh, he's calling in from his, from his office, but we've only got the video and we don't have his audio. So that, that doesn't uh, work too well rumbling. for radio. But I'm hearing some rumbling. As Darth Vader returns, Scoob, are you there? And he's clicked Luke, out. I am your father. He uh, is as useless as a white crayon scoob at the moment. So, tags, the most important part of the day, the market movers for yeah. Werribee Isuzu. 11.30 the first out at Randwick, so it's early. It, Make sure you is. get your pens, pencils, it caught, crayons. It caught me Form off. Form guides, be ready. It caught it? me off guard, yes, tags. It did. Okay. It caught me off guard. Of course, for Werribee Isuzu, they make buy cars. Easy. No more tags. daylight savings, Paddy. That's why they're earliest. They're straight game. into it. Well, they got to get through ten races. Tags. Well, they, well they've it. been doing that over the winter they and have. summer. I mean, and I need to summer. get through ten races here, mate. Yeah, so right, let me get into it. it. All right, race one. Got to be quick. We got the highway over two hundred metres. Sparring comes up from Albury. Six dollars fifty into three dollars twenty. Clearly best backed mm. here in this race. And J Mac is in the saddle. Have we got Simon? Yeah. Hey, can yeah. you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. got you now, mate. Thanks for joining us. Halfway through the, uh, the last, you just sort of ring in and ring out as, as you are please. We, are we so. not finished yet? Come on, Scoob. It's the market no, movers. We're Race in the middle two, of the market we. movers. So, mate, you, you may as well just ship off and sail off into the sunset, mate, because we, <laughs> we got this from well, here. We'll keep at it. We got this it from here, bud. Anyway. Number 16, Brazen Impact is second best back to $11 into $8.50. Race two, this is a midway contrib- contributing factor. All one word, $6 mm. into $4. I'm not Third up. 
Not keen on it. Market suspecting ready to put in a peak performance here. Four sixty into four dollars today, holding thirty percent of the cash. Mahogany, Tommy Sherry claiming a kilo and a half, six dollars into four dollars at his second up. Bring a little bit of fitness. Same with French Bonnet or Bonnet, eight dollars in to six dollars fifty. Race three. This is the Frank Packer Plate. Two mm. years ago, won by Canaan. They offered the horse. $17 billion to send it to Hong Kong. They said no, hasn't won a race since and jumped at $31 last week. Caulfield and ran midfield. Uh, Straight Aaron is our favourite. $2 into $1.70. This is the best back four of Biazuzu across the whole day. We're holding 70% of the cashola. Tags. I thought his win last start oh, no. was huge. Breathtaking. Ran home really, really strong. 3,000 metres, no Third worries. Up to, I don't think there'll be an issue at all. No. Straight Aaron. Certainly the one to beat. Probably my best of the day. Is a little bit short, though. J-Mac in the saddle. Lukey Luke, put more on. Lukey Luke brings into a little bit of provincial form into this two, two wins in his last two starts. He's $12 into $9. Race number four. Champagne stakes for the two-year-old. Good luck, Need Fireburn. More. Fireburn going for the triple crown. Good luck to Connections and her. This will be a super effort. She's got panels on this lot. $1.40. She's extreme. Has drifted three ninety out to four sixty. If you do want to back around... Fireburn or, or try and find something to find a drum. It's Let's Roll the Dice, which is getting a little bit of spec at the mm. $15 odds for the H-Way Punters. Race five. This is the uh, the car stakes at Group 3 conditions over 1,400 metres. That's Biona. thought they'd put her out tags, but they haven't. $1.80 into $1.75. She's got to get through the heavy going. Yeah. Hasn't won this heavy prep. Eight. Today could be the day. Comrade Rosso, $6.50, is holding that party for one at nine. So race, race number six. This is a Hallmark Stakes Big Parade. $1.80 into $1.70, getting a bit of support, mapped well to get a nice soft lead. But Kementari, special one. K, everybody, $10 into $5. Back get cash. One start, one win on the heavy going tags, mate. Maybe that's the magic pixie dust that this horse needs. And it is getting walloped yeah. in the market. It is really, really well supported. The gelding, who didn't quite work out in the shag shed, but he's back at the races here. Kementari is the big market mover. Race seven. First leg of the quaddy. First leg of the quaddy. Ice bath on the triple back up here. $3.80 into $2.90. This is a very winnable grade here, but Tag, she just doesn't know how to win. Made 2000 for the first time as well, oh, which is a question it's, mark. It's a question mark for me, certainly. Polly Gray, $5 into $3.40. And a little bit of specking for uh, an import, Numerian. Tommy Berry had a few starts over here, but I think 2000 is his distance. Tags, how do you see the first yeah, leg of the Yeah, as I quaddy? said, I'm willing to risk ice bath. Three weeks in a row on the back up. 2000 first time. Big question mark. My best of the day then on that is number two, Polly Gray. Polly Gray. One out. Number two, Polly All Gray. All age stakes. This is a ripping weight for age contest. Yes. Number one, Mawunga is our now our favourite. $5.50 into $4.60. In the Congo mm. is $5.50 oh. into $4.60 as well. And I think this is cherry ripe moment for In the Congo. There's going to be plenty of speed in this race, and that's his best asset for Bin Love. I think she's pop tags. $4.80 out to $5.50. Tafane retiring after this race at 11s. And Sierra Sue can't be forgotten here. $17 into 12s. Tags? Yeah, for Bin Love, if you say, said in the Donny, may have been the 16. Drop back to the 14 is probably better. I'll quickly go through the numbers. 158, 10, 13, 14. 158, 10, 13, 14. Uh, race nine. This is a BM100. Taxu was our early market Well, it's scratched because of the emergency. Not making Would have got in the, the field, race. but they decided to scratch Paddy. Yeah, not making its way into the race. So our playboy becomes the favourite. Mm. And today has been $4.20, just into $4. J-Mac will be riding Huita. The K-Mac, $6.50 into fives. And Marley Stontag. That's the one. There's a the bit Kiwi. of X factor about this horse. Sammy Weatherly claiming Weatherly claiming a dollar fifty and it's been gelded. Yeah, what what price is he? Sorry, six dollars claiming a dollar fifty, one point five kilos. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, Marley Stunt, as I said, he might be the one. The key week, uh, undefeated over the trip as well. Of course, our playboy, big chance on his <coughs> um, 
Doncaster pre you'd run four five seven eleven four five seven eleven. Then the lucky last, and we got plenty of time here, Tash. We're running a very very tight ship. Don't worry about that. You've done well, Paddy. Number six. Hurry up. That's <laughs> I. The Nash Ruella, $3.90 into $3.10. The earmuffs are going on for the first time. Uh, April Rain has been $6.50 into $5. First up here, first up in 154 days for CJ Waller. Got to trust the camp here, ready to, to go first up on Lancaster Bomber Willie Pike. $31 tags into $7.50 for the Lancaster uh, the Bomber. Bomber. There has been a few scratching, so a bit scratching is yeah. affected, but alas, still a move still in the right direction. Go. Uh, number six, Mayotte. I found it a bit tough for him last start, but it was also given no favours. Unlike what Timmy Clark does, he went too hard on him. One of the best front-running riders in the country, but I just reckon he just got it wrong the other day. So he he, he had the excuse, I don't think that'll happen here, and he can win. So the numbers are three, six, and 18. Very good. Three, six, and 18. Let's just go through those numbers again, gentlemen. Two in the first league tags. Yep. One, five, eight, 10, 13, 14 in the second league. Correct. Four, five, seven, eleven correct. in the third leg and the final leg, three, six, and eighteen. Correct. Seventy-two dollars. It's costing. Oh, what? Nothing nice wrong with that. Best of the day, scoop. Oh, look, I'm going to stick within the Congo. I think it's a tough race. Forbidden Love and Maunga um, are both genuine dangers, uh, and I think he's better with uh, some firmer footing underneath him. But I, I still think he can get away with today. So. I'll stick within the Congo. Yeah, we're on a heavy eight. Good weather. Maybe we'll get up an upgrade sometime during the day. What's your best test? As I said, well, she's one out in Equality. Polly Gray, race seven, number two. I'm with a horse called New Marion in race seven. Has beaten Sir oh. Dragonet before over 2,000 metres. Scooby, are you taking us out or are you giving the honour to me? No, I think you could do it. I think you've done a really good job today. and I look forward to getting in there and trying to survive and keep my job next week. Well, thanks for giving me plenty of time to get this one out. That's been the odds, couple. You'll hear <laughs> us job, this Saturday afternoon. Simon, hopefully back in the studio next week. Oh, surely. See you later. Hooray. Right. SEN. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.